0: ready to live your best life? Are you ready? Uh, then you're in the right place.
1: Welcome to the Best Life Coach Podcast, uh, where we discuss how you can live your best life. Brought to you by the co-founders of the Best Life Coach Collective. As they say, it takes a
2: village. Now welcome to yours.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Best Life Coach Podcast. Uh, welcome to our second episode today. Hey, we'll,
0: we'll, hey. <laughs> uh, let's start off. How was your week, Sarah? Um, it's going well. I moved, well, almost two months ago, but I'm still unpacking. So <laughs> there's that. Um, but yeah, it's getting, getting more laid out in the way I want it to be. And I'm still just enjoying the amazing view that I have of the Vancouver skyline. So that's... Me, how
2: about you, Steph? Nice. Yeah, I have been thoroughly cleaning my house, just doing a deep clean. Everyone talks about spring cleaning all the time, but you know, you only do it once a year. It's not really enough. So I did a (laughs) fall clean and yeah, just have everything in the right place. And it's just putting my mind in a very calm place. So
1: yeah, it's great. What about you, Melissa? I am just living my best life, uh, waking up in the morning, walking down to the beach, taking some time just to Ugh. sit and be with nature.
0: <laughs> Don't rub in too much. <laughs> just walking down to the beach. It's like pouring rain on my beach. <laughs> there you go.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, my dog appreciates it, so I've got to do it, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's the little things that keep me sane. <laughs> awesome. So speaking of the things that keep us sane, um, this week, we are talking about mindfulness. Um, Sarah, can you tell me a little bit about what it means to you?
0: Yeah, sure. So one of the most common definitions of the state of mindfulness comes from John Kabat-Zinn, who says mindfulness is the awareness that arises from paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. So that really sums up up very well for me what mindfulness is. Um, For me, it's just being present in the moment and not worrying about everything else that's going on, thinking about the future, not thinking about the past, just being able to enjoy what's going on and repeat myself, Uh, just being able to enjoy what's going on. And I feel out
1: of all of us, well, I can only speak for myself, I guess. Um, You have a really great understanding of what mindfulness is.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think, I think that, people get caught up in understanding what it is when really it is just being present in the moment. And all of the things that we do that are mindfulness practices are literally that they're practice for being present in the moment. Um, And people always say, Oh, I'm not good at mindfulness. I'm not. And that's the whole point of the practice. Nobody's good at anything without the practice. So.
1: Yeah. I think like that keyword practice is something people should, kind of latch on to a little bit. Okay.
0: What does it mean for you?
1: Um, mindfulness for me is, yeah, just being present in the moment. Um, like an example, this week, um, I was out and about in on my phone and didn't even like, notice my dog peeing on a bike. And I was like, no, Melissa, this is that. You need to be present. Um, so I put my phone away and I was just like there with him and we had a lovely walk. Um, but it was kind of like this this trigger there like that I'm not paying attention. Like it's, it's just so simple to just go on a, on a 10 minute walk and just be present and mm-hmm. all the things that you notice uh, instead of like, just, you know, scrolling through your phone, like we all like to
0: do. Yeah. It's a big distraction, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but what a great way that you were able to recognize it in the moment that you weren't, you know, mindful, you weren't present and you pulled yourself back and were able to continue the rest of your walk with that presence and mindfulness. Yeah. That's half the battle right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. It but really is that's- just, uh-huh. that's why we practice. Yeah. So exactly. yeah exactly.
1: can see it yeah what about you
0: Steph what does it
1: mean for you
2: yeah for me I would say it's it really is about that present moment and firing on all cylinders in that present moment and you know being aware of the touch the smell the taste of whatever it is around you um and the more you do it as you said Sarah the practice is what makes it better? And with that comes less stress, less anxiety, and just more awareness of your environment. How has it helped each of you?
1: I would say mindfulness has helped me to be more present, to to notice when I'm not present. Um, Like a, a practice for me is just taking like setting a timer and taking five minutes and just paying attention to myself, breathe. Mm. Um, I find so often that I am a multitasker. Um, I try to do so many things at once and don't just focus on one. Um, So just sitting there, breathing, like I I try to do it in the morning. Um, And when I do that consistently, I can find myself throughout the day like coming back to my breath when I need it. Like sometimes that means just like a really big sigh. Like I've got so much pent-up going on. I just need to. And then I feel like I can be here again. Um, See how that's how it's helped me. What about you Sarah?
0: That felt really beautiful. I feel like I'm gonna take a big sigh.
2: I know I felt it just as you took that that breath.
1: Why don't we all take like a deep breath together?
2: Let's okay. do okay. it. Okay.
1: Let's
0: do it. Oh, it just feels so grounding. I yeah. love it.
2: Just shift the energy immediately. Totally. Totally. More
0: at ease. Yeah. Yeah. Mindfulness has been present in my life ever since I was like a. A teenager. I learned to meditate when I was 11 and I feel very fortunate from that. I just had uh, a woman come into my school and teach a workshop on meditation. I happened to go and there was probably like four other kids there or something. It was not a lot of people interested. Um, but in that I learned to do things like follow my breath and I learned that I have like a, a place inside me that I that is always safe. Um, we called it our inner sanctuary then. so I always have that place to go to where I can, yeah, feel feel safe. Um, so well, meditation is just one form of practice for mindfulness. It's really been around my whole life. Um, in the last two years of daily meditation, um, that I've meditated for at least ten minutes a day every day, not missing a day, and that has been, Incredible. Um, The people around me even know and see the difference. Uh, I'm more grounded. I am better able to like find the pause in a moment and um, instead of reacting, actually consciously deciding how I'm going to respond, uh, which has probably been like the biggest benefit uh, that I've seen. Um, But I do it in the morning. Usually sometimes like once in a while, I won't have time or I'll forget in the morning and then I'll make sure I do it before I go to bed. But uh, every morning, just it's a great way to start my day. I've already um, done something for myself or it's already like a win and it just sets my mood for the rest of the day being like calm and present and just that exact same feeling that we just had um, carried throughout my day.
2: Yeah, that's really impactful. I mean, your morning routine and what you do in those first couple hours of the day affect that mood for the entire day, to your point. So the fact that you're able to fit meditation in and really set yourself up for success is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's been life changing, really.
1: (laughs) So meditation can sometimes sound a little bit scary. If you've never tried it before, or you're like, I don't know how. Um, so, how have you approached mindfulness with your clients?
2: Yeah, so I can start with that one. So, first and foremost, just making sure that they're in the right headspace coming into the session. So, sometimes, you know, we have busy lives, and clients might be coming in distracted or just you know really worked up with whatever was going on and stressed out um, right before their session. And so really just helping them to take that moment, to pause, maybe take a deep breath like we just did, and then have that shift your perspective before you even start a session makes for a much more impactful session for the client.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say that I've done a lot of like meditation with clients, but mindfulness for sure. Just getting um, grounded and present at the beginning of a session and kind of feeling into your body. And that present momentness uh, is where I come at it with, with clients. Um, as for meditation, um, being often thought as something that is difficult. I feel like that really comes from a misunderstanding of what meditation is because you see these like, like yogis and gurus that look like they're like, oh, like they can sit there for five hours uh, in complete silence, doing, doing nothing. And sure that's something that people do and it's valuable. I mean, people meditate for days on retreats, um, but that doesn't have to be what it is. And the idea that, you can sit there and turn your mind off is it's like nonsense. If you turned your mind off, you'd be dead. We always have thoughts. It's that that's why um, meditation as a form of mindfulness practice is a practice of being able to notice that you're thinking and go back to the breath, count your breaths, maybe go back to just to how, how your hands are feeling on your lap. Just like thinking about that sensation and not thinking about the thoughts anymore. And maybe like, half a second later you start thinking again you notice you go back to the feeling in your hands or your breath that's the practice and I think anyone can do that really
2: yeah and and that's a really critical thing to call out too like it's acknowledging that these thoughts are coming up and having the compassion for yourself and for your thoughts to just let them come and go not to ruminate over them not to fixate on them, just let them pass by. It's a thought, it's not who you are and recognizing that um, really can create growth.
1: Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I've always thought about when I'm sitting there just being present, um, when something pops in my head, like I kind of just think of it as a cloud like floating by and, oh, hello thought, thank you for coming goodbye now. Um, <laughs> and it's just that. letting it go just like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important to, to highlight because still today people, so many people out there identify who they are and their identity with their thoughts. And we are not our thoughts. They're just thoughts. They don't mean anything unless we place meaning on them. Uh, so again, having that practice of like it's a thought, it's come, it's gone onto the next thing, um, I think is, can, can really be a big change for a lot of people. What kinds of tools do you use when you're practicing mindfulness?
2: There's so many great resources out there. Um, you know, as far as meditation goes, there are a variety of different apps that you can use. So, the calm app, I know that's a really popular one. Um, you know, but even if you're someone who has a Peloton subscription, now that so many people are working out from home, they have mindful or sorry meditation on there as well. So there are a lot of different ways that you can find these resources.
1: Yeah, I got. If you're new to mindfulness and meditation, I think trying out a guided um, meditation is a good way to start. Even just five or ten minutes. Um, save that time for yourself, um, because you really do feel different afterwards. Um, And yeah, so starting with a guided meditation, I think is a really good place to start. Calm is a really good one. Uh, YouTube has a ton. Um, I love to use Insight Timer. Um, What I really enjoy doing is just setting a silent timer that dings in the beginning and dings at the end uh, for 10 minutes and just sitting and focusing on my breathing. Um, I got there by starting off with uh, guided meditations.
0: Um, so. Yeah, um, I use a bunch of different meditation apps. I like the variety. So I have the Calm app and it has a really good 28 day meditation, um, like intro to meditation. That's like 10 minutes a day. Um, it's a really great place to start. The Breathe app also has it's. I think it's actually a 13 week intro to meditation. Um, so that is also really good. And then there's an app called Balance that goes a lot more into. Um, learning the different techniques that you can do during meditation and mindfulness techniques. Um, And it uses AI to see based on like your answers and responses to what you're doing throughout to uh, adjust a plan for you. Um, The last I saw, they were doing a free subscription for a year. So that is possibly still out there. Um, And then there's tons of resources. uh, Just if you Google them for um, mindfulness practices such as like going for a walk can be mindfulness. You don't need to be meditating; it's just being present. So if you go for a walk, make sure that you're not thinking about tomorrow or like ruminating on the past, and just like noticing how gorgeous the trees look or the smell of the wet pavement or whatever it is that's in the moment. That's mindfulness. Or like mindfully eating is a, a really big um form of mindfulness as well, really paying attention to what we eat, what we eat because so often we like just scarf down our food and don't even notice what it is. And but if you actually take the time to like really taste like what a blueberry tastes like, it's delicious. Um, so you're missing out if you're not practicing mindfulness sometimes at least while eating. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was
2: going to suggest that as well. It's a good one with the mindful eating and walking really focusing on on nature but yeah like I I challenge everyone listening you know take a piece of chocolate or some other dessert that you like and just try and eat it bit by bit just take off a little bite and let it just sit in your mouth and let your mouth quietly warm the chocolate and melt it away and it really does taste better when you do it that way it's incredible
0: I do that with my morning coffee (laughs)
2: Mm, that's a good one (laughs) we do like our coffee
1: (laughs) I try to take something that I don't typically enjoy um, and be mindful about it which is uh, Mm. cleaning the dishes um because so often it's like let's hurry up and do them and move on to the next thing but I'm like no like this is something that I do every day and gosh darn it I'm gonna find a way to enjoy it um, yeah. <laughs> so just being fully present in that time and then acknowledging, like, like I did this, like I did this thing. Um, so that was something I, I love that that. myself yeah. to do. <laughs> That's a good one. So with all of this talk about mindfulness and meditation, um, there has to be a reason why we're doing this. So what does the science say?
0: Well, people have been studying mindfulness for ages, but it's only been more recently that Western science has started to take it seriously. Um, So the latest research on long-term meditators by neuroscientists Richard Davidson and Daniel Goldman provides scientific confirmation that sustained practice can bring about lasting changes in brain function. According to Davidson and Goldman. Uh, meditation dramatically ups the limits on psychological sciences ideas of human possibility, which is super exciting.
2: Yeah, and to latch on to that with another study, um, you know, obviously these days everyone's putting a focus on health and just really making sure they're as healthy as possible. There was actually a 2016 study published in the New York Academy of Sciences, and it found that Regular mindfulness can actually help reduce inflammation, increase cell defenses, and guard against cell aging. So there's a lot of different ways that mindfulness can benefit you.
1: Yeah, it's crazy how meditation can reshape your brain, decrease stress levels, uh, reduce symptoms associated with depression, anxiety, pain, insomnia. and just give you a better way to pay attention to your life, um, increasing your quality of life. Um, And then one of the coolest things I've heard is the um, neuroplasticity. So your brain finding new ways, um, new neural pathways, and um, really being able to to build the muscle that is your brain and strengthen it um, so that it can keep working longer and better and faster.
0: Yeah, super interesting. Um, there was one important MIT study where researchers found volunteers who took an eight-week mindfulness-based um, stress reduction program were able to focus more uh, than the control group that hadn't done the training. So it really improves your focus, which I find helpful.
2: <laughs> and actually, I'll latch on to that because I found another study very similar um, in 2009 where. Meditation had increased information processing speeds, so really just helping you to fire on all cylinders.
1: Yeah, so a study at the University of Wisconsin actually showed that 10 minutes of breath counting helped with the damaging effects of heavy-duty multitasking, which is one of the best benefits for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were saying you like to multitask earlier.
1: (laughs) I know, I know.
0: I was also reading, um, I forget the name of the book or maybe it was a podcast. Anyway, they were talking about how mindfulness meditation has been shown to increase compassion. Um, And so they did a study with volunteers going through compassion training. And throughout that study, it showed that the um, people in the training donated twice as much money than the control group after, which I thought was fascinating. We can all use more compassion in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's a lot of
1: science to back up everything that we've talked about today. Um, is there anything else that we need to touch on about mindfulness?
0: I think we were going to share some quotes that we that we liked about mindfulness. How about we How about we do that? Yeah, let's let's
1: leave everyone with a couple quotes. Then I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah, um,
1: I'll start um, one that's really. Kind of touched me is by John Kabat-Zinn. Um, you're only here now. You're only alive in this
0: moment. Beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Um, my quote was by Amit Ray, who says, "Life is a dance. Mindfulness is witnessing that dance." Mm.
2: I love that. Yeah, it's so good. I had a, another quote by John Kabat-Zinn. Um, says, mindfulness means being awake. It means knowing what you are doing.
0: Awesome. So real. Yeah. And Jon Kabat-Zinn is a great person to go out and look up and follow if you're interested in mindfulness because he started the mindfulness-based stress stress reduction program. So there's a lot out there if you want to look him up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, one of the studies that you mentioned Mm
0: -hmm.
1: was based on that. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you all for joining us today. Um, Tell us what you think, leave us a review, subscribe, and I guess we'll see you next time.
2: In the meantime,
1: Uh live your best life.
2: (laughs) Are you ready? That's right.